Welcome to we <laughs> the 98ers right on cue yeah. with uh with the back in the house stables. tonight. You heard you just heard the stables, and we also have a very sad but smiley Mark Romano, our yeah. Yankees in-house correspondent. Tough night to be a Yankees fan, Mr. Romano. Very, very, very tough night. I'm telling you what. But, you know, the thing is, sometimes you just have to be realistic. You have to be objective about a situation. You have to say to yourself that they're getting beaten by a better team right now. I mean, I think that's clear by any objective measurement. So uh, sometimes uh, you just got to accept it for what it is. And that's what it is. I think, uh, and let's bring let's bring Mr. Schooley on. Hey, he's, in, he's in his car. We're the number one show to call in your car, apparently, on the internet. So, <laughs> yes, we are. We are all about uh, traffic safety here. I think Driving Mr. Schooley would, would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so We talked about yesterday. If you could get to their pitching early, then we were going to take that game, and that's what happened. Now it's down to one game. Yeah, I, I don't like our chances. I can be honest with you. No, yeah, so. I think take that. Oh man, that that's it, huh? That was the nail in the coffin tonight. Tomorrow they they end this. So yeah, so game three, we won by the way, eight to four. And uh, I mean, what can you say? It was it was a pretty good game for the Rays. A, another bunch of home runs, uh, some good pitching by Morton, and and that was the matchup going into this. And we we talked about it last night. How's that matchup going to go? You got Morton and Tanaka. And if you look at the tail of the tape, it was Morton that won that battle. Yeah. Well, and we were kind of talking about it, Romano and I were before the uh, show. And uh, it was not just the home runs from the Rays, but also the hitting in front of it. You know, those are all multi-run homers, uh, except for this, the one solo shot. They're all multi-run homers. That made the big difference. You know, if these were one run homers, then maybe that's a five to two game. And then that stand home run makes it five four. That's a whole different ball game, you know. Uh, but those having those guys on base and then coming through with those homers, that's, I think that's the biggest difference, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I mean, the thing we, we, we've talked about before, and, and the Rays sort of play a brand of baseball that, um, as a Yankees fan, I'm sort of envious of at times because we don't do nearly enough of that. We, we don't put the ball in play enough. We don't steal bases. We don't uh, go first That's to right third. Yeah, too many strikeouts. I mean, so there's a way to win ball games. The Rays have this formula where it seems like year after year, no matter who the players are, the formula still exists and still is successful. And that's really amazing to watch as a Yankee fan who we have all the, you know, the, the big names and all that other kind of thing. But a lot of times it's feast or famine uh, when it comes to uh, what they do, you know, when they bat. So it, it's, it's kind of interesting to see the dichotomy between the two franchises and how they go about how they approach things. We all, we all know about the payroll disparity and all that that's been going on for a long, long time. But um, it's, it's, it's fun to watch them because you've got these guys like, you know, tonight, like Perez, and I don't care Mark's been here for a while, but, uh, you know, he breaks out tonight. And then, you know, Shooter, you know, Randy, your guy. I mean, the guy's on – he's out of his mind right now. So – Randy is Andy. Yeah, I mean, these players that come from these trades and people that are unheralded and they seem to fit right into the scheme of what they're doing here. And and it, it always seems to be successful uh, no matter who the players are. So that's a testament to the, to the front office, to the management, to everybody. So it's uh yeah there you go there you go so it's That's our guy Tampa Bay he's That's on it. fire That's I mean it. what's what's the record he broke most consecutive like multi-hit playoff games for the Rays yeah. almost almost for the MLB because I don't think he got I mean, up he's again after like, they, uh, they uh, him, right? six in the postseason or something like that it's crazy. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. What what a series in, in playoffs so far he's had. Well, and, and, and now he's at what? three? He's three games in a row with a homer now? Or four games in a row now? He's right behind Stan. Cause so Stan came in and did it five. But in his first five, though, right? Because it's his first postseason ever, right? For Stan. Stan, no, he's been in yeah. postseason before. Okay, because they were saying it was his first five games. So I guess it's just five games in a row. Yeah, could be. Uh, five home runs in, in five straight games. That's never been done in the postseason. But mm-hmm. um, here you got Randy. He's got three in a row. So we could have two guys in the same series go five games in a row. Although, this, you know, I don't know if this series goes five, but at least we get four here. And then, and then you're going you're gonna to hear my, my fellow Yankee fans who will – bitch and complain about the strike him out, throw him out. Was it a strike? Was it not a strike? It looked like a strike. It might have been a little low, whatever the case. The fact of the matter is there are still base runners all over the place. Kiermaier still hits the home run the next inning. So I, I understand that, but at the same time, you can't hang your head on that. Really, the game turned even before that. I mean, when we, the bases were loaded with one out, Yankees only get one run. And then the next innings where Kiermaier hits the home run and then they're off to the races. So there's so many, you know, chances in a ball game to, to make it happen. And they just didn't when they needed to. So uh, again, got to be realistic and objective about these things. When you watch them uh, as much as we root for our, our teams and we want them to win. So got to be uh, somewhat realistic about the outcome when you see it. So yeah. no, this is yeah, Tampa. Well, we're not realistic. <laughs> yeah, you're on the wrong show, buddy. Yeah, right. This is totally biased, one hundred percent. In fact, oh. I'm muting your microphone for the next fifteen minutes. So oh, no, no, <laughs> no do that. Uh, but I will give myself a shameless plug. If you want to message me at Shooty Shoots with any cool stats or tweets that you see, or at me, uh, you can do that, and I'll put them up here during the show. Or for anyone that's a Rays fan that wasn't watching us while we helped the Lightning win the Stanley Cup with our motivational talks after the games like these, you can put your post up here. And if it's a good post like this one from John McKay, which honestly I didn't even read first, so it could be horrible. So I was really kind of rolling the dice right there, John McKay. So I hope you're still here. But <laughs> this is the matchup that I wanted to see might happen. Braves versus Rays. John McKay. Looking ahead there, <laughs> looking ahead. Well, uh, but, you know, uh, give us your comments. And we do award, as Amy Moore knows, we award you with some kind words if you give us one of the tweets or uh, comments of the night in the chat. Anyway, yeah. back to the game. Thomas, what, 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 tell us some more. You barely talked. Looks like you're at a bread light or something. It looks safe. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm sitting out of public. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get lost in the parking lot, dude. They didn't listen to us. They didn't walk Stan and do that homer again. But we still right. talked about how this is supposed to be a pitcher's park, but yet we keep seeing the long ball. And that's this whole mm-hmm. series has been nothing but the long ball. And it's just unreal in this park. If after these playoffs, they don't call the pitcher's park no more, if this becomes a hitter's park. Because it seems like know, these right? two teams solved it. Well, they changed the park up a little bit. Yeah, they brought in the outfield a little bit, and they tightened up those corners a little bit, too. So they, they definitely have adjusted this park from when it was first. Too many, uh, too many Padres were bitching about uh, too many yeah. outs. Yeah. Too many home team, outs. yeah, the home team didn't want, you know, home team wants more homers for them, not, you know, so. Probably like um, you hit a ball 300 feet and it goes out, you know, like, right. right. So. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, but you know the other thing too is that you talk about that that swing because in the inning before the KK homer, you know the Yankees had the bases loaded, only got one out. But before that, there was one on, and G-Man Choi sent that ball for a ride and barely missed it. And Aaron Judge made a fantastic catch right there at the wall with that snow cone. So that right there, I thought was going to set the tone for the game. You know, it's like, oh man, one of these teams is going to have to work to really make the play happen. And then all of a sudden, uh, sure, like you said, the strike them off, throw them out. You can bitch about that, but you left a hanger to KK. And you saw we watched the post game interview with him. He was looking for that pitch after yesterday and after the way they know that he pitches them. And 
and yeah. he even said 300 uh, against Tanaka. Right. He came in with with the agenda, and that first pitch he was swinging, he was aggressive, and he there was no doubt that ball was gone off his back. So, uh, and yeah, that was the big play right there. When you saw that, the inning before was like, oh, the Rays just missed getting that two homer. The Yankees had the bases loaded, only get one run with one out there. Mm-hmm. In the next inning, you know, so it was really those two early innings and those two situations really kind of, you know, were pivotal early on. It's like, oh man, it's going to be a real tight game. And then suddenly, oh, the race just decided to break it open. Yeah, they had, they more, they had them on the ropes, right? You sure they had more on the ropes for sure in that inning and they let him off the hook, really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, you know, he got out of that inning. Morton and kind of turned turned it around because he was he was kind of wild. He threw a bunch of balls in a row and got some good calls too. Got some really good uh, help from the rest there or up there too with some of those strikes that were. I mean, we're was, talking about that every note of weight so far. When are we going to go to the you know technology is just letting us know if this is a strike or not? Let's exactly. Let's, exactly. I mean, he on. was through it avoid and came back and got him out. So I mean, he that that could have been a bases loaded walk and then here you go. And he comes back and he gets him after being down 3 0. So, yep. Yep. Those are the kind of walks, yeah. yeah, those are the kind of things that turn games around. But uh, I'm with you, Shooter. We need that. We need that uh, computerized strike zone for sure. Get these yeah. guys out well, of there. That, that could have been the Yankees' moment. And Amy here and in, in Stash said it that, that three run shot by KK, no doubt about that one, um, was huge. And that was the back breaker tonight for the Yankees. And we talked about it before we jumped on. It just seemed like after that, it was like, just, we could have started the post-game show. We could have started the post-game show in what, the sixth inning? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dirty Randy. Nice. All right. What else do you guys see out there? I, I didn't do the whole game breakdown because we kind of talked about the key moments. But yeah. I can. I can give a shout-out to everyone that scored this evening. 13 hits again, man. Michael Perez. Yeah, Perez coming big. Eight homers out of the eighth and ninth spot. Multi-run homers coming yeah. out of the eighth and ninth spot tonight. Yeah, and Perez had that first RBI. Yep. Hey, Scooter, your boy Meadows is over four, though. He, he did not turn his game around. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, it's tough when you haven't played, I'm sure, especially a sport like baseball where it's all about precision. You know, you can't just rely on, like, being a football player and just being huge and knocking people over and tackling. Yeah, brute strength. You've got to really be honed in to hit a baseball, be, you know. Even Stamka come in a game and score a goal immediately. That's right. Yeah, and then say peace yeah out. see, I was, I was just going to say, though, because even in hockey, like you can kind of come in and just be at the right place at the right time and that gets you going again. You, you don't just get to be in the right place at the right time in baseball. You know, you got to be making things happen on purpose. So, uh, yeah. Here's a question for you, Romano. John McKay, what's going on, John? Uh, what did you guys think of the pinch hitter for a guy who did not hit? Not sure. Not sure what that means. <laughs> what what did, did the Yankees pitch hit someone or send in a pinch hitter? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. Did they do a lineup change? I don't know. Because there was um Ford. Didn't Ford have an at bat there late in the Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, game. Ford did come in and, and yeah, he took he did he did bat in the ninth inning. Uh, maybe that's what he's referring to. Yeah. Yeah, he did that, but um yeah, Ford's a you know he's a guy that comes off the bench and uh, yeah more of a role player, you know kind of thing. But uh, at that point, they had kind of moved some people around. They had Gardner in the left field, and it was just throw something out there and see what happens. At that point, that was pretty much it. Oh, cool! Like, yeah, that game was that game was over in the fifth inning. It felt like. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. felt the same way. I was just sitting here waiting. I had it on my laptop as we were streaming it in the green room. Uh, I was freaking playing Assassin's Creed on the Xbox, just waiting for it to get done. Come on. I see you pacing around on the phone, Romano. Like, uh, you know, yeah. the game was over. We were waiting for tomorrow already. Making a very important phone call. Yeah. 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 I would tell Romano we should open it up because what we did is we were sitting here watching the game together. Yeah. Uh, for not the entire game, but a yeah. lot of it. And um, 
I still don't think I noticed how TBS was saying Perez because Nikki, my wife, that's the first thing my wife said. She's like, is that is that how it's pronounced? How do they say it? They say it like it's an S at the end, like Perez. No, no, no. They were saying like Perez or Perez. It was saying they they were saying more like Perez instead of like like, yeah, like like Perez. Yeah, Perez or instead of Perez. Perez, Perez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was it was a little weird, but uh, yeah, actually, it was actually really weird because every time they said his name, I was like, that's not. I don't think that's how you say it. You're not, you're not saying the but way you say it, but. three RBIs, two yeah. for four. You can call them whenever you want. They were talking a lot. They were definitely saying his name a lot tonight. I don't care what you call him as long as he's scoring. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And now the best part for the Rays is that they didn't have to even use you know their bullpen much tonight in, in terms of the studs. So they'll be ready to go tomorrow night to close it out. So that's another yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, no, no high pressure situation tonight for them and. And so now they're set up. I'll be interested to see who they actually start tomorrow. I know they haven't. I don't think they've actually announced a starter. Probably would just be a you know an opener of some sort. I would imagine. But let's um, see. Jordan Montgomery is not going to is not going to get it done tomorrow for the Yankees. They're going to have to hope he can give three or four innings and then try to piece it together with the bullpen on the Yankee side because um, even though he is a starter, he, he's you know he hasn't been very good uh, this year and um, so. We'll see. I don't know. Not optimistic, but I guess anything can happen. If, if we can get it to game five, then you've got Garrett Cole game five, and then who knows? Right. right. So you don't think that they'll start Cole for game four, facing elimination? No. They've, they've already said they're not Cole. Chance? They've already announced Montgomery as the starter. So, I mean, everybody will be available tomorrow night, and in theory they could throw him out there in relief, I guess, but – the problem is if you if you start them tomorrow and and then yeah you win but then who do you go to in game five, so it's kind of like a what do you when do you use them? Plus he's starting on three days rest tomorrow, as opposed to four on Friday, so it's it's a tough call. But I just feel like they they feel like they have nowhere else to go if if they win, and then right. what who they in game five so. Which is really kind of interesting to me, man. It's, I don't really ever really remember. The, the the Yankees having an issue with starting rotation depth, you know. Well, yeah, they've had a series like who are we giving the ball to? It's like yeah. Oh, the wow. Rays are much deeper. They're a much deeper team right now from the starting rotation perspective. I mean, Severino got hurt you know, a while back, so he would normally be in that spot too. Uh, so that would lengthen the rotation. You'd have him, Tanaka, and Cole as your top three. But since you don't have him there, it's a there's a big gap between you know, the top two and then the rest. So right. then the race can come back in game five and pitch whoever they want at that point. And they can pitch, you know, they can pitch Snell, they can pitch yeah. Morton, pitch whomever. So well, and I, mean, I think you put Snell out there and you're not going to get the same game once now in game right. five. Yeah. You know, if you ask me, I think you're going to see a much better performance from our, the number one guy. If it goes, if it goes to game five. Um, and, and a much shorter leash too, if he does get right. in trouble. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah. uh, it, it doesn't look good, that's for sure, for the Yankees. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know uh, if, if he's watching, but I got a friend of mine uh, that I went and saw him yesterday. We kind of ran into each other, and I was like, he's a big Yankees fan. He's all about lightning and fucks and everything else, but he's a big Yankees fan, being from New York, whatever. And... I saw him after game one, before the game yesterday. He's like, oh, it's over, man. The Yankees are putting up nine runs a game. They're putting out this guy, and it's not tomorrow. I'm like, all right, man. You know, we didn't really get a chance to talk to him. But, uh, I'm not going to call you out by name, bro, but I'm probably going to send you a little bit of a shady text tomorrow. I'll be like, yo, what's up? I'm going to throw some shade because you said it was all but done. And now, who's on the ropes now? It's all we know. It's not the real yeah, we talked about that after game one. We're like, oh, this series is going to go a little ways. And I, I, I knew that it wasn't like they were going to dispatch the race quickly. I, I knew this was going to be a, you know, a tough series, and it certainly has been so far for the Yankees. So, yeah. Romano, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. I it's so far. Still do it. You can still do it. It's okay. The Rays. I know the Rays are really good. I know they're really good this season. Oh, it's not um, over yet. They are. I mean, and I think not like though. Feels like it they're, is. They were talking about that, uh, you know, on the broadcast again, just how good this race team really is. 
Like you don't really talk about it a lot, but it, it's a really good team. Like good. they don't have. Oh, I gotta plug in. I've got to need some juice. Time out. Send it to a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thomas disappeared too. I, I hope he didn't wreck his car or anything. He's um, he's going to he uh, He needed a pub. So. Yeah, um, <laughs> dude, chicken tender. No, they close at ten o'clock. I think. Yeah, they're definitely close. Back to uh, Kiermaier here. Uh, kind of an eerie stat here. Game three last year. Go ahead, three-run home run. Same day of the year, one year ago. Game three, ALDS. Wow, Matrix is broken. There's a, there's a glitch in the Matrix. We've already seen this one they go before. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll take a KK uh, home run anytime. Oh, yeah. Oh, anytime yeah. I can get one. All right, so are we pretty sure we know that? Or no, we don't know yet uh, who the Rays are going to throw out there to pitch, right? Yeah, who's your who's your best guess? Good question. I I, I like your um, theory that you were saying before the broadcast of the opener and maybe trying to get the advantage that way, and then kind of you know knowing that these two managers, Cash, kind of getting that last jab in by pulling the move that. Boone tried to pull the other night in game two. Right. Um, but maybe it backfires too. So I think it'd be a great stuff doesn't happen. What do you think, Stash? Throw throw uh Snellzilla back in there. Uh no, not tomorrow. <laughs> um the race, the thing about the race is they can do so many different things, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's the other crazy thing about it, too, is that you're coming from the Yankees' perspective. It's like you got to kind of, you know, you, you want to get your your team ready mentally for what you got to do tomorrow. And if you're still not sure who you're going to be batting against or how you're going to start this thing out and what your strategy is going to be, um, as a, you know, in the, in, the, in the box at the plate, then that, that makes it hard. So there's, there's a busy mind games that the Rays are able to play right now. Um, they're running on all cylinders, man. This is a team that I think any other team that's coming and watch them come down the, the schedule, uh, man, you don't want to really want to play the Rays right now. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. You get Maybe you'll get your chance at the Astros. I wanted to get a chance at them. Maybe we still will this year. But uh, – Either way, one of us will beat them. I'm, I'm hoping. Right. One of them. Uh, you sound like you sound like you should have the white flag out. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm just saying. Here's, here's the thing: we cannot allow Houston, after all that crap that they pulled, to then go to the World Series, not cheating in theory. That would not be good. For either no, one. that would be some bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but go. I do like. The idea of everyone else now rooting for the Rays if they can pull this uh, game off or another win in the next two games. So, do you, uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question: If the Yankees win tomorrow night, then are they the favorite for Game Five? I mean, are they going to be like they're back in the driver's seat now with Cole going in Game Five? I don't Ooh. think so. No Good question. I, I think so. I would give them the advantage if if they pull off Game Four just. Straight up because the the pitching duel, the Rays have always had trouble with Cole, but you know you don't know what else was involved in that either. Yeah, true. Before the Yankees, of course. Yeah, of course, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Although he did break out like thirteen guys the other night, so you know. Yeah, he's, a, he's okay. <laughs> he's okay. <laughs> I, I'd give the Yankees the advantage in Game Five. But that's why I, I don't see the Rays letting them get there, though. I know. There's, we if, if the Yankees can somehow win this game tomorrow night, then I feel pretty good as a Yankee fan. But I just – I don't know. We'll have to see. Got to get there. Got to get there. Sure. I mean, it would be interesting to see the spray chart to see how they're, how they're hitting. And do you want to start – do you want to come out with a righty as your closer, your opener, or a lefty? Uh, I kind of I'm on the same school that Yarbrough, like as Amy, uh, that Yarbrough will be the follower of the opener. So I mean, if you're going with him as your guy coming in second or third, um, 
as a lefty, maybe do you, do you want to start as a righty and then come as a lefty? Kind of what uh, the Yankees, like we were saying, were trying to do maybe. Yeah, so you're trying to, you are able to stack your lineup. Exactly. Yeah. Um, who, you know, but again, like they said, if you don't give them enough time to, to know who they're facing, then, then they aren't going to be able to set the lineup either way. Well, the thing, but the thing is, you know, the thing is, guys, is that the Yankees don't have very many options no matter who pitches. So right. realistically speaking, they're probably at this point, I'd be surprised if they start Sanchez tomorrow again. Uh, I think he's kind of, you know, lost his, his spot, if you will. So that's maybe they could put Frazier in for Gardner. But outside of that, they don't have too many other options. I mean, they're pretty much who they are at this point from a lineup perspective. So righty, lefty, it's not, they don't have too many moves they can really make regardless of who pitches for the Rays. So, yeah. you know. That's a good point. Do you guys know a question from John, the blind donkey runner? Um, did you catch who the TV broadcasters were on TBS? I know, I know, Ron Darling was the uh, was the color guy. He was the uh, the analyst, and I, I can't forget the play by play. I forget his name now. The guy, the guy that does the play by play, I forget his name. Yeah, but uh, it was definitely Ron Darling was the the analyst. For hey, sure. Amy here now. Now I remember Amy. I remember hearing Perez. Yeah, Perez. Yeah, yeah. Um, made me hungry for a fruity snack. I like Perez. You like Perez? Yeah, yeah, of course. Perez. <laughs> uh, they come in. They come in pairs. I like pear vodka. You guys ever have that? Oh well, there you go. We just got some uh, insider information from my man Schooley. He said that Cash just announced Thompson as the starter. So there you go. I was looking at Thompson. Yeah, as maybe one of the guys. That was going to come in there. So uh, there you go, man. Uh, coming out with a righty to start the game tomorrow. And then, like Amy said here, maybe probably going to lefty early on. Yep. The, uh, clo- the opener, the closer opener, whatever the heck you call it now. Um, I like, do you, what do you guys think? We, we kind of talked about the how it happens now, but we never really kind of gave our opinion on if you like the kind of, evolution that baseball has gone through and a lot of it has been spurred by the Rays, really because you can go back to mm-hmm. madden and and bring in the the fielding kind of to the next level with all these the shift. crazy shifts yeah. and then you see kind of cash now with the Rays because cash really kind of started this whole opener type of concept when the Rays were a little bit shorthanded with pitchers and had to get creative yeah, a couple um, years ago. I like it, but maybe because I'm just a, a Rays fan. What do you guys think? I, I like it if your team's built for it. You know, and it's kind of what they were again. They, I watched a lot of coverage today, and that's the number one thing they talked about is the Yankees doing this yesterday and how you know we, we talked about Rich Eisen lost his fucking mind on the Yankees. It was hilarious to watch him go completely bonkers over this concept. Um because it's a small ball kind of move and the Yankees yeah. are a small ball club. You know, like he said, they go out and buy your best guy and make them their number two. So uh, it, it was interesting to see how everyone was just taking him to task and saying, Hey, you can't do that. But the Rays, on the other hand, of course the Rays can do it because that's how they're built. You know, sure. We've got our top three guys that we can go run out there and, and they're going to go do the work, but at any given time, if we need to rest a guy or we need to come in with some kind of strategy, very easily we can come full this opener. And you got a stable of guys that can throw 98, and you can come out and bring a whole a new guy every inning if you really needed to uh, in certain situations here. So you, you could easily just go run seven guys out there tomorrow and have no problem and be ready to go for the ALCS, and your guys are going to be ready, you know, no problem. So that's what I like about it for the Rays. You can't, you know, I said the Yankees going to be able to do that. That's, and that's what bit him in the ash yesterday. Cause if you're going to have the opener, you got to be ready for that guy that comes in after the opener to maybe not be sharp. So you got to know who you got, you're going to go to after that. You have to have a plan, almost batter to batter, if you will, um, when you're doing it that way. So you got to know what you're doing. Kevin Cash. And let me look. And we even saw it in the, in the ninth inning or eighth or ninth inning, waiting there, started putting four guys in the outfield. You know, Grace had four guys out there, saved a hit. Yeah, you know that's not you don't see other ball clubs doing that, man. Uh, that's the way they play, and I like it. And it's like Romano was saying, they they play ball a certain way, and it's really fun to watch, and it's really cool. And 
interesting whenever so many teams are just out there waiting to just go yard and relying on the long ball these days. The Rays are still playing old school style of, of baseball. Um, and sure, they got guys that are going to jack up. The, everyone in, in the in the major leagues now, one through nine, are going to go deep, you know. But um, jack it. Jack it. <laughs> Man, <let> me, <laughs> they're the Yankees. I think it's good. I mean, I, I agree with Stash. I mean, you've got to be built for it. Your team has to be constructed in a certain way where it be successful. And I think that the starting pitcher has sort of been devalued anyway over the last few years. I mean, these guys aren't pitching the way they used to. Nobody ever goes, you know, complete games anymore, very rarely. So now if you pitch six innings, that's a quality start. That's, oh, man, get this guy out of there before, uh, you know, before we implodes. So right. I, I think I think now you're not seeing these people, uh, you know, shell out, these teams shell out big money for starting pitchers. I mean, it's still, it does happen. Obviously, Cole got his big deal last year. But, I mean, those guys are few and far between now. Now you can throw together five or six guys for, you know, half the price and then play that way and be just as successful. So. Yep. I think it's a trend that I think is really going to continue. Uh, I really do because teams are looking to figure out to be more creative from a payroll perspective. And why would you lock up $30 million in a starting pitcher uh, yeah. when you can use that to, to really improve yourself in other places and, and uh, use openers or use other, other ways to get through innings, you know? Yeah. You know, I've always had that problem paying pitchers big money just for the fact that that's a guy that's only going out there every five or six days. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not getting daily value out of these guys. Like 30 times a year. Anyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's ridiculous. So, so yeah, I, the, the, the concept of changing that a little bit and having a little bit more of a pitching by committee, it obviously it's a sexy idea and that's a lot of teams are seeing that and how effective it can be. And I, I think it's really kind of cool that we're the, you know, like like you were saying, we're the freaking OGs down here yeah, in Tampa. The pioneers of all this stuff. Created yeah. a little bit, you know. Yeah. And it's not just money ball, you know what I mean? It's a it's a mentality of how you play the game on top of it. You can't it's it's one thing to look at the metrics and go and try and find these guys, but then you gotta figure out how to execute it. You gotta figure out how to make it actually work and be successful year after year. You can't just go, oh, you know, we got the and you know, and I mean look, even at the Rays now, their point they went out and they signed Lau to that long contract. That's something they haven't really done in the past. So they went out and got Susugo. They made, you know, they paid the, the money to get him in here. So th- there's now kind of being, once you've built that foundation and learn how to win with nothing, once you do get some of these pieces coming in, they're actually more of those um, big star kind of guys. It just only adds even more value to your team. Yeah. Yeah, and let me let me just let John know. Uh, Amy says that Brian Anderson uh, does the play-by-play. Yeah, or did the play-by-play tonight. So, uh, and Tito with the shout-out: fifteen runs in the last two games after the loss in the first game. Hell yeah, the Rays are playing well. Eight to four tonight. Game three of the ALDS. Winners, winners, taking yeah, dinner for the yeah. lightning. That's right, Tony. We're always going back to the movie one-liners. This is a <laughs> shooter in the stats production. That right. is that is what we are built on. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was doing the same. Man. Like I don't remember the last time I was at, like the Rays put up double-digit hits like they did in the last two games back to back in the playoffs like this. This isn't what you normally see out of the Rays, you know. Uh, yeah, so it's really fun to watch. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> They're jacking home runs. How many home runs did they hit tonight? Uh, one, two, three. So, so they didn't get four again, but, you know. Yeah, thanks for saving them all for this year. It felt like five. It felt like five home runs. It felt like 100. It yeah. felt like it was just yeah, it home did. run after home run. No, it wasn't, it wasn't quite like that. But, um, you know, it, like we talked about earlier, it, it just seemed like it ended really early. It was once, once uh, KK – put the dagger in and that was the that was the pitch that took Tanaka out too right yep he knocked Tanaka out and then into the uh bullpen and uh not much going on from there yeah we well we didn't did we talk about Stanton yet we probably gave him a shout out for another blast right I think we mentioned it or do we talk about it before he came on 
Um, yeah, number five, so five games in a row. Yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah that's like good. Kind of very good. He's a very good baseball player all of a sudden. Yeah, well, when he's healthy, when he's actually in the lineup, he's very good. That's true. Yeah. But in- he's been hurt for two years. So yeah. And again, I just can't get over how big Aaron freaking Judge is. God, <laughs> it's a fucking monster. I can't. Well, like- you know, the funny thing is, him and Stanton are pretty comparable in size. I think Judge is like maybe an inch or two taller, but I mean, they're basically the same person. They are, but he just for something about when he's batting, he just looks so much bigger than Stanton. I don't know what it is when he's he, batting, he just he looks like it's like Headman out there with the lightning. How he just looks like a man amongst boys out there all the time. It's the same thing with Judge. Like Judge looks like he's playing with fucking bunch of little leaguers out there. It's hilarious. Yeah, it is true. He is a he's a very large person for a baseball player. He's like six eight, right? Yeah. It's insane. Just like last now. Isn't last now six eight? Yeah. But he's a pitcher though, too. I mean, yeah. Oh, tall pitcher. I didn't realize he was that tall. I guess that's why he has the yeah, he's six eight. And, yeah. Uh, those really long fingers. It's like Randy yeah. Johnson at six ten. Yeah. Um, who else kind of stood out to you guys tonight? I mean, uh, uh, Rosarina uh, played obviously really well. Wendell was three for five. Um, Perez. The uh, Stanton Perez. stand out for the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, look, you know, you know, one thing about the Yankees, Luke Voigt, who was tremendous during the regular season, is hitting under a hundred in the postseason. So. That's why, man. It doesn't matter what you do if you don't do it when it really matters. It's uh, it's kind of tough. I mean, so I think he was over five tonight, and yeah, it's great to homer when it's uh, game twenty, but when you really need it in the playoffs is when you really need it. And so, anyway, yeah, disappointing. I'm, I'm disappointed in in uh, the way this whole game unfolded. I got to be honest with you. Very disappointing. Um, I have a legit question for a Yankees fan. How do you not love G-Man Choi? Had another RBI tonight. How do you not love that I man? Do, I do like G-Man Choi. I, I have nothing against him. I, want, I, like, I yeah. like the entire team. I told you before, I like the entire team. I like the way they play. I like the way they you know they grind. Very, very entertaining. Watch. I like it all. So. Um, if I could have one Ray on the show, it would be G-Man. And the ironic part is I would also have to have his translator on the show, (laughs) which would make for a really long podcast, I feel like. So we'll spare everyone, uh, even if we could get him on. We'll we'll try to get get Randy. Not (laughs) enough. He's Cuban, Um, too. And I don't know how much English he even speaks. Isn't he Cuban? They're saying he's a Cuban Mookie Betts. You you might be right. I don't think uh, I, I don't recall any recent interviews with him, so I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think there's any out there. We've got like only a handful of guys on this, on, at least on the fielding, as far as the fielders go. That you're gonna, you're gonna go be able to have a regular conversation with. Uh, oh, hold on, we got a stash fan here. We have, it is Eugene Thomas. Who is this guy? Who is that? Uh, it looks like he's uh, enjoying a. Uh, is that an ice cream truck? <laughs> Um, and he's a stash fan, it looks like. Stash also oh, drives an ice cream truck. I do. Not, not really. He doesn't sell right. ice cream. He'll eat, he'll eat ice cream in it. Hey, Shooter, I, I I like. I was gonna say this this comment here by Scott. So you you provoked some some interest, shall we say, with your uh, with your post earlier today about this hypothesis of putting the. Uh, Top of the trap on on Raymond James Stadium, right? What what what's the deal with that? Talk about that for a second. That yeah, that, that was um, that is the drop <laughs> cut in half. They use a big big ass saw. They cut like, that the yeah, roof right off that sob. It's like and then know what they had to do? Chop in half and put it on top there. They had to get helicopters. A whole fucking fleet of them. They just suspend <laughs> They cover it, yeah. Yeah, and, and then they bring that bitch up and then bring it right over the bay. And then you just like – you just kind of top it right on top of the lights there at Ray J, and you just drop it off. And I think you got a solution where the Rays have to build a stadium in Tampa or convert Raymond James to a, to a baseball field. Um, or they play at uh, St. Pete Little League. Yeah, but this all started because this guy, J.C. Cornell, had the tweet of the day 
of uh, he has this report that the the city of Tampa is breaking ground in approximately two years on a state of the art retractable roof stadium. And uh, where is that going to be? I don't know. It just came out of nowhere. I, I wasn't buying it immediately. I wasn't buying it. Then I thought about it and I was like, no, I have a better idea. Let's just move that big ass trop top. To, let's give, the, let's give Ray J a trop top. If they're going to fucking tear down the trop anyways, when the rays go, but yeah, that's true. It's a center right across the bay. I'm in. Gives you a little shade. Um, not a bad idea. Uh, I don't think that rumor is true. I think that has been uh, myth busted. Has it been? Has it been debunked? Uh, I think so, but you never know. You never know. I would. Where Where would you guys want to see a stadium if they could build one? If money wasn't an issue, and they could put it anywhere, right on the water in downtown Tampa, but there's no room. Yeah, you does tear down the convention center and put it there. Actually, you know where they should have put it. They should have put it, and I, and I don't know if it would. You could fit it. You could fit it here. You'd have to figure out parking, but right where they put Armature Works, right at kind of where me and the stash actually watched yeah. the yeah. Stanley Cup uh, boat parade. Oh, right fit. there, you have a decent chunk of land, but of course they built all these like townhouses okay, and condos and apartments condo there shit. with Armature. They could have maybe built armature a little bit over more and then maybe had a stadium right there on, on the riverfront, which I think would have been really cool. Awesome view of the city right behind for all the national games. Yeah, man. That, that and you could integrate, well, because well, Armature Works, it was the old, um, like, it's, it, that's been a building in Tampa for a long time, right? It's been different, yeah. different um, municipal buildings or whatnot. Yeah, uh, but, um, yeah, you know, I mean, Ebor is a nice place too. I think you were talking about like, putting it in the old channel side for a while before they made it Sparkling Wharf. And right. again, that would have been on the water, but I mean, that I don't know if there's enough room there. I mean, to that put it there. Yeah, there was, the places they were talking about, it would have been a very, very small stadium. And, you know, I don't know, maybe that's the way of the future for baseball, but. That's what they should do. They we just talked about them really kind of changing the game of baseball throughout the last decade. Right. Why not build a smaller stadium? And and didn't someone else just recently build a smaller stadium? Wasn't didn't the Braves isn't the SunTrust Park in Atlanta a, a little bit smaller of a stadium as far as what? capacity? Yeah. I think 30,000 uh is plenty for a baseball game considering how many baseball games you have. I agree. Um yeah. And if you have the demand, guess what? You can charge more for tickets. So and considering the market, let's face it, it's not it's not like you know the Rays are selling out every night. So why yeah. would you want to build a, a sixty thousand seat stadium for baseball? It makes no sense. Yeah. So. And um, Eugene says traffic would be horrible. Uh, well, anyway. I don't think so downtown. I mean, yeah. downtown's got a pretty good infrastructure. Lightning games are never that bad. They're sold out yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, I think where I was talking about a little bit. Uh, north of downtown, you'd have to add some sort of exit just for the stadium. On North Boulevard, yeah, there would have to be some type of, uh, yeah, if you were going to put it there, yeah, you would have to modify North Boulevard there somewhere coming across the river. Might even just be able to make that an extra on and off ramp there, but uh, it's basically non sequitur, anyways, because that land's already been used. So, um, I think it's, I don't know. They were talking about it for a little while, putting in in Oldsmar, which mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind because it's such a central location. Uh, Shooter, you know, we both lived there for years, and it is such a very central monitude. It's a local, centrally lo- centralized place, and there's plenty of space to do it out there. Um, and and the area is a nice place. It's a nice area. I mean, I, I don't think that'd be the worst place in the world for it either, except for you know, fuck kills were happening. Do you think? Uh, do you think there's any? Is there any chance that that this whole split plan with Montreal actually comes to fruition? Is that, I mean, anybody think that's a realistic possibility? I think there's. Yeah, I think they still want to do that. <laughs> I think that is the plan I, for the race. I, yeah. I just think it's ridiculous. Uh, how does how is this going to work? I mean, I I don't know. Trendsetters, we we just hey our own thing that we uh, praise the Rays for. 
is going to be what has us splitting them with another city. Which Wait, is who is gonna, who's going to uh, who's right. going to make the playoffs? The Montreal Rays or the Tampa Bay Rays? Right. I don't know. Where they play playoff games? I don't know if they have thought that stuff through yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just an idea, and and it just hasn't gone away. Horrible idea. I mean, they're going to move the team, move the team, but don't don't do that. That's right. Ridiculous to me, but. I don't know. Yeah, Tony brings up a good point. We did not bring up those errors in the field tonight, but you know what? Mistakes happen. Uh, the first one wasn't an error. I don't care how they marked it. That wasn't an error. Yeah, was I it. can't believe that was that was ruled an error. That was, that that was he wasn't going to throw him out anyway from there, even no if way. he caught it cleanly. So no way. His body is going the same the wrong way. They, uh, or, you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that was an error. So, but I mean, sure, settle down a little bit if you want. I I don't care. That guy is—he's the heart of the team. He's you know. He's a Johnny Gomes. He, he's Johnny Gomes exactly. He's a Johnny Gomes. We need that guy. Um, yeah. He's the Patty know. Maroon. Yeah. You know. More uh, 2020 terms for Tampa fans. Robert Broderick, it's just hard to secure fans down here. The majority of people who live in Florida are from somewhere else. You're talking to three of them right here. So. Uh, yeah, but I think that commentary is old and tired, and I've heard it so many fucking times before. Uh, I don't think that's the case. I, if you have the right, the right product and the right experience, people are going to go. There's a lot of Tampa Bay Rays fans in this area. There just isn't enough fans that can make it work and get to chop, get to the chop, or want to go down. I mean, I used to like going down there when they started, you know, bringing it back. But now it's so hipster down there, and there's so it's like it's not even fun to go down there now. And now there's so much other stuff going, anyways, with St. Pete. You know, it's just not really my favorite place to go, to be honest with you. I don't mind St. Pete. I don't have anything against it. Don't come trying to talk shit to me and, oh, fuck you, you talk shit about that. It's just not my personal favorite place to go. And I know a lot of people are kind of like that, you know, especially if you're a Hillsborough County kind of a person or, a, you know, that side of the Bay, you know, that's just how it is. What, what do you like better, uh, St. Petersburg or Montreal? <laughs> well, I, honestly, I'll take St. Pete, obviously, or Super Montreal, but um, – I don't know. I just, I just don't think. And see, and I was say, we can build. A, if we can build a hockey fan base, you can build a baseball fan base. Uh, and they're not more interested in hockey. I, I think that there's plenty of baseball fans in this town. Plenty of Rays fans in this town. Uh, we've talked about it before. Just the chop is like going to the circus, man. It's not like going to a baseball game. It's a totally different experience. And if you gave them a stadium to the fans that was a more fan-based baseball, old school baseball experience. Um, I think then the fans are going to show up. And again, like we said, we, I don't think you need more than 25, 30,000 seats either. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, but I don't want it to feel rinky dink is the main thing. It can't feel rinky dink. It's got to feel the same size as a regular baseball stadium. I think the but, I think the uh, I think the Oakland you know, are, are doing a small stadium like that. I more standing room areas, more which and they've done a good job at the trop of trying to create that concept with what they have. But if they're able to come from the ground up, I think you're going to see what kind of how they did at the Forum too or at Emily. A lot more standing room areas, a lot more line of sight to the play of field from the concession areas and from the extracurricular areas, you know, yeah. that's the other thing I hate about going to the trap, man. You get up to get a snack and you're missing everything, you know, same thing about going to Bucks games. I don't really like going to Bucks games for that reason. If I got to get such as the eighties, you know, that's yeah, exactly. Yep. And there's so many people that go to games when it's like popular that a lot of people are just there to mingle and socialize. And anyway, I think it's right. smart it's for Tampa, game. especially it seems like a very Tampa thing. I think it's smart to have more of those kind of areas, those open areas where people can kind of just chill and watch the game. Yeah. I, I um, This is an interesting comment from Robert here. I didn't really think about this and I kind of dismissed it at first, but kind of makes sense because um, I've always kind of thought that the Bucks had the most fans in Tampa then it's the lightning, then it's the rays. And I always wondered why, because 
traditionally hockey is not as popular as baseball in most towns. But maybe there's something to this. Maybe that there's a lot more people that move here from northern, colder, more hockey towns, Canada, if you will. And maybe that's why the Lightning have a little bit more interest than the Rays. And, and maybe I'm wrong, and you guys can shout me out. There's well, have you been to the Trap? And have you been to Amelie Arena? That's all I'm going to fucking say. I'm done saying it, dude. It's, uh, it's, no, dude. It's, it's the experience about when you go to the game. It's different. It's a different experience. You used to go to Omni and it sucked. You didn't like going to games there. And it wasn't just a product. That arena was old and dated and the concourses were lame and it wasn't a great experience. Now you go to Amelie Arena and just going to the arena is as much of an experience as watching the game. That's the difference, man. It, and also look at the engagement from the Lightning organization with the city of Tampa. Versus the engagement of the Rays uh, uh, engagement with the city of St. Pete and city of Tampa. There, there's none. There's none. Mm-hmm. The Lightning have come in and embraced this team as uh, the city, as a city, not just a fan base, but as a city. And the Rays haven't done that. I mean, sure, and we've talked about this before when we did Rays uh, stuff, Shooter. There's no outreach from these guys. You don't see the involvement in the community from the Rays players that you see from the Lightning players and from the organization getting out there and getting involved in the hockey programs and, you know, the, the kids in the youth era and the youth levels, you're not seeing that. And I'm sure, and I know it happens guys have their camps and everything else like that, but like, it's not to the point it is with the Lightning. It, it's not about there aren't baseball fans here. There are plenty of fucking baseball fans in this town. There are plenty of Rays fans. Again, like I said, there are plenty of Rays fans. It just isn't fun to go to a Rays game. That's all there is to it. It's not fun to go to a Rays game. The truth yeah. hurts. And then they, and then they took the Dude, cigar out of there. That pissed exactly. me off. And that was one of the only – there was the only the few – there's like only exactly. few – Exactly. I would go really there and we wouldn't watch the game. we just sit in the cigar bar and have some drinks, smoke, and just watch the game on TV or whatever. And it was like – We've done that a couple times. Yeah. You and me have. So – um, there he is. Um, I know. Uh, I know why Thomas had to call back in because he wants to give us his opinion on where the Rays should put that stadium. <laughs> I've been here 16 years, Robert. I'm not going to go back and forth with you, bro. All right, I'm not going to. I'm telling you right now, there are plenty of fucking baseball fans in this town. All right, I'm not. I'm done. I'm done going back and forth with you, bro. Well, it depends who you hang out with, too. I know more hockey fans. It depends, like, who you hang out with, really, and you, who you're around. And, you know, if you work at a hockey bar in Bradenton, Sarasota, and Tampa, you're going to know more hockey fans. Um, You've got to put one in Tampa. You can't leave it in St. Pete, I hate to say. No. But. no, I don't think anyone wants to do that except for the mayor of St. Petersburg. <laughs> yeah right is there anyone here that wants to see another stadium built in st pete like i guess i guess the only way you could get me was the first idea they had which is to have that one right on the water where um Val Lang is why did my camera go yeah, yeah they, they voted against it because you gotta raise the taxes yeah the good thing about my phone dying is i got to listen to the post game report from the both coaches and uh, they okay. kind of think that uh, what coal starts for cash links, coal starts tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm like Cash Jr. over here. I'm like Cash, Cash Jr. <laughs> yeah, they, they asked him, they said, uh, what about facing Cole in game five? And Cash said, Better don't not. be surprised if he's out there tomorrow. He's like, we kind of expect him to be out there tomorrow, if not to begin than some At point, some point. Day. yeah Did he, I wouldn't die. Like, absolutely not You're was he like I, I got the stables open i got the stables open because it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> i don't know we'll see what happens gotta survive so if you gotta throw them out there at some point tomorrow you do it I mean, it's the way it goes. Game five is useless if you don't win tomorrow so it's the last game of, it's the last game of the season you can't hold anything back here yeah, Kiermaier gave himself the player of the game. Yeah, no, that was for Tony, by the way, for the one-liners. A uh, little bit of water boy love. Uh, yeah, I know. I saw that. We saw that, too, right before we came on. He was like, oh, you know, it could be Perez. We've always been like, but honestly, I'm pretty sure my home run. Like, I totally agree. We were talking about it. That KK home run was really what 
turn the tide for the uh, for the Rays in the, the whole series or the whole game. I mean, stupid camera. AK knows what's up. He knows when he hits those three run dingers in the ALDS on the same day, you're going to see the same thing next year, October seventh, twenty twenty one. That's the date for some reason. Yeah. All right. Well. Let's let's do it. Let's do scores for tomorrow. Any other comments, predictions you guys might have? I'll I'll start it off. Stanton's going to hit a home run. It's going to be the Yankees' <laughs> only run of the game. <laughs> the Rays are going to win this one. I don't know, five one. Um, and uh, I, I'm with Cash. I think the rank the Yankees are on the ropes, and I think they need to start Cole. I said it earlier. Then you heard Coach say it. Hey, you know, if 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 they want to try and really like, we saw who they have. Who do they turn to? You know, so I'm not shocked if we see Cole out there. I, I it's, yeah. it smells desperate, but when you're desperate, you got to make desperate moves. They have nobody else, like you said. They have nobody they, else right now. They have so. no one else. So, uh, but I, I know I don't see, I don't see these guys losing focus uh, at the plate. They're locked in. I see them still putting up another six or seven runs again tomorrow. You know, eight, 10, 12 hits again. These guys are locked in. doesn't matter who's on the hill for them right now. So, uh, you know, and even if Cole comes in, he's tired, man. He's tired. I guarantee he's tired. So, I mean, it's only three days. It's not, you know, I don't know. I'm not like. Playoffs. I I, I know, but still, man, (laughs) we talk about these guys getting all this money, but again, there's a reason why they only go every four days or five days or six days, you know what I mean? In the regular season, you want to save them. And, you know, we've seen it. It's not unprecedented. We've seen a lot of these guys in the past, the big aces go on, you know, three days um, and, and do well. But, you know, again, and this is a team, like I said, that the Rays that are locked in and they just saw Cole two days ago. So now they're going to go see him again. And he might not be quite as sharp as he was two days ago. He wasn't. He wasn't super sharp the other night either. We get exactly. He really wasn't. So the Rays had opportunities in that first game. They weren't even. They weren't quite able to capitalize on. So, hey, Stash, you gotta like. You gotta do one of these here. You gotta give it a little, little rub no. of thumb or something. Not, it just went out of focus. I don't know. If you, I don't maybe know. one of those spit droplets. We're so worried about why we gotta wear the mask. Like <laughs> no, I figured. We now see Stash how he usually sees us because he's usually <laughs> three shoots to the end. That's for sure. That's why old Statue wasn't on the show last night. That's about all I was seeing last night for sure. I ain't gonna lie. No shame on me. <laughs> that was the comment no, I, of the night. You have one of the three stars of the chat, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I do have one. You guys, you um, where was he? Where was he? Our guy Tony. Uh, I liked his um. Uh, Rosarino, Rosarino in the outfield. Yeah. The next Disney classic. Well, I thought Amy came right back with the good one too. I got that choy, 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 choy down in my heart. That's a that's a solid follow up. Solid follow up, Amy. I know I missed three quarters of the show, but we talked about it yesterday. If you get to the Yankees pitching early, then you win the game, and I think that's what's going to happen tomorrow. We're going to get. And it showed it tonight. If we get to them early, I think tomorrow's score is going to be. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I can see clearly <laughs> now. Identify the stats. <laughs> clearly now, the Rays yeah. have won. I think it's going to be like a seven-two game. Yes, yeah, so I agree. I agree. Well, I, think I, I, I think that the Yankees are just going to be. They're they're defeated. Uh, and they know they they don't have the hitting outside of Stanton and Judge. They don't. No. Well, and also, I mean, they, they talk about, hey, it doesn't really matter. So this is the postseason, the regular season, whatever. We were freaking eight and two against them in the regular season. You know what I mean? Like, we own them in the regular season. So now that's got to come into your head if you're the Yankees a little bit. Right? We couldn't beat these guys in the regular well, season, and now we got to go beat them back to back. And we don't know if we can trust our pitching. Man, that's <laughs> a so This game is mental compared to every other professional sport. That's the difference about baseball is how much more mental this game is. And all it takes is a little bit of doubt to be in your head when you're at that plate or you're in there at, at, out in the field trying to make a play. 
it just takes a little bit of doubt and it's not your night. So this this race teams remind me of the old Braves back when they had Maddox and Avery and all them. You don't have the Cy Young pitchers like they did, but you have the mixture of great pitching along with some great hitters. Yeah. And they they went on that little dynasty that they had there. And I think this is it for the Rays with last year and then this year. I think that's what we're going to see here. And it sucks that, you know, for a team that struggles with the money and the attendance, that this would be the time of year that that trot would be full. Um, yeah. Just yeah. one year ago today, I was there at the trot for that game at Houston. So, or yesterday? No, it was today. Um, so literally it sucks that they can't get this but of course the right ownership is what we need also and i did bring that up to mr vinnick a long time ago when he sold when he sold his share of the boston red Sox. i said can you please buy the the raise and he said not a chance in hell (laughs) (laughs) well you know what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be different here just go figure all of it I'm going to say that the Yankees cobble it together tomorrow, pitching-wise, whomever it is. They put some runs on the board. They win 6-4. We go to game five. Why the hell not? I mean, I can't can't imagine that they will roll over this easily. I mean, you mentioned the 8 out of 10 during the regular year. A lot of the time, Stanton and Judge were not in the lineup. I think that makes a little bit of a difference. It doesn't make that much difference, but it makes a little bit of difference, I think. So I think maybe uh, maybe tomorrow, tomorrow night they figure it out and uh, they take us to game five and we'll see what happens. Got to have some drama in this thing, right? Can't just go down. <laughs> well, totally the last we want is the Yankees guy to come in nah. here and predict a, a Rays win. That's no fun for our show. So thanks for that. Right. Thanks for right, exactly. being on, on Trent. We appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. You had, one job. you had one job. You did it tonight. Unlike me, one I did job. not have one job yeah. yesterday. Uh, so, yeah. It, it feels weird. <laughs> it feels wrong to have someone on our show that's not completely biased like us. But <laughs> we'll accept it. Right. A, a Yankees fan is not a fucking homer. Isn't that crazy? I yeah. think um, we've got our final star of the chat here with Steve's uh, comment. The Stinkies are a one-dimensional team. The Rays are multi-dimensional that sums it up right there ladies and gentlemen thank you steve yeah it's what we've been talking about for most of this show is that i mean they can do a little bit of everything and uh the yankees really can't do much (laughs) except hit home runs for the most part yeah and the one thing we need to do uh talking about you guys's comments in amy's is we need to show up when we can get back into the trop as much as the stash hates it there. Yeah. Uh, we'll drag his ass there. I'll drive him. That'll get him. <laughs> and uh, Bring your own food. You can bring your own food to it. Really? Yeah, dude, you can, yes. Bring, bring a snack pack, whatever you got to bring to the game. Let's just, let's, uh, uh, let, how can we, um, how can, can we break we that rule? There or no? what, how much food can I bring in is the question. <laughs> as much as you can carry probably. I, had, I, I took a pub sub there <laughs> so, did you really yes <laughs> can, can we can we throw like a six-pack in there do they search for that stuff or no <laughs> uh, i've well, gotten it inside emily <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet you could i bet you could i know a guy i know a guy yeah, yeah. well see I, I always knew the old trick at only too when they used to sell up beyond the plaza you could just go find whatever they were selling. and Because, you know, they sell basically the same beers. Just stop and get a couple tall boys on the way and just walk in with them, and they think you purchased them on the plaza. You, know, you can I still do that. Same with that. sodas, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, that's that's why you check out this show. We got all those tips. Oh, wait. That's the same can I can buy at the gas station that they sell outside, and I can bring it in. And they can just walk in with it. Mm. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I forgot the lightning was in the show. Shit, they're gonna change that now. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, that's over. Uh, no, yeah. but um, at least Thanks, buy the ticket, Josh. please. As, as we're going back to supporting the team, you right. don't have to buy the beer there, buy the ticket, Just though, buy, buy the, the ticket. merch, uh, and, and sport it around Tampa because uh, this is our year. We got to soak it up and we got to reward these teams somehow who are definitely getting screwed financially out of us not being there because these games would be. Sold out. Amy was there last year for game three. One of the best crowds she's ever been a part of. 
So uh, let's make sure we go back when the door is open and we're able to get in there uh, to see them next season. Deal? Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Romano's in. Yeah. Um, you can cheer against the Red Sox with us. As long as you can make a stop at five bucks and do some picklebacks on that. There you go. I want to. Yeah, exactly. I like that idea. Now, are you guys like Ferg still or no? Is Ferg's out? No, I mean, that's still one of the OG places. I still love Ferg. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that that's still like, that's still, a, a, you know, definitely a pillar of the community out there. So oh, yeah, for sure. you've got some nice spots down there. I mean, it's really, it's really not that bad to make a, a day trip out of it. It's all the hipster bullshit. Yes. I mean, I like, I like breweries. Me too. I do too. Some good ones down there. So, <laughs> all right. Any last comments from you guys? Are we going to get out of here until next time? Sure. Raise uh, up. Raise the fuck up. Is this this is looking fun? This is looking like it's gonna go for a while. So I'm in. I'm excited. I hope we have a game five just just for the hell of it, because it's the most you know most fun scenario. No, it's not. Get it over with. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, I don't yeah. care about your rest. I don't care about that. On to the Astros. Or, I don't care about your joy. Yeah, <laughs> the Yankees. Listen, how many championships have the Yankees won? I know it's tough to remember. I know it's tough to remember. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Well, let, let the new guys on the block uh, get in there. We have. Yeah, we haven't won since two thousand nine. It's been a long time, man. Long time. We've never won. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. It's been more than a decade. That's exactly what I do. It's exactly what I sound like, just like that. Yes, yeah, it must be tough. I know you will. Uh, I don't know. I know you. Yeah, don't worry. That's just a Cowboys fan. He knows. Hey, I don't wanna... that's, um, that's a horse. Right. I'm signing us off. Stash, don't miss your cue here. We, the 98ers. You, you totally didn't set me up right. That was weird. No, you're supposed, for the outro. You're supposed to do it after. I, I say we, the 98ers. Okay, we'll do, we can do it your way. We. <laughs> The 98ers. See, I was going to have you do it afterwards. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Go right.